Aloha, welcome to the Hype Geek Podcast where uh, Ka gets mad at me because I get excited and then he has to go and edit everything over and make sure that I'm not super loud and I'm getting too close to the mic. You're still doing it. I bet you Am I too close? in post, I'll be hearing all the little pee pops. Hey Ka, can you hear me? Yeah, we need some ASMR from Rustin right now instead. What's up guys, my name's Rustin, so today this is the Hype Geek Podcast where we talk about how gaming influences culture. I'm joined here by my co-founder Kat Lou. That's exactly how I wanted it. Thank you, man. <laughs> no, if you guys listen to all the podcasts, it's just like the, all the pee pops from Rustin's are so evident because he's just so excited close up to the mic like this. Yeah, I scream into the mic and then he lowers the gain yeah. <laughs> on the volume. But yeah, but yeah, that's the Hype Geek Podcast. Our first topic. Wait, we gotta roll the intro. This is the intro. No, we gotta roll the intro song. All right, intro song roll now. Okay, so our topics for today's podcast, we're going to talk about uh, 100 Thieves apparel line, good or bad? We'll see. PlayStation 5, the new bioweapon. <laughs> I'm kidding. You guys will see, though. Fortnite, new skin, not what you would expect. Or you would if you're a passionate rap fan. And then lastly, we're talking about the Modelo virus. <laughs> That's so disrespectful. The coronavirus. Coronavirus. Yeah. And its impact on esports and how surprisingly esports is the best equipped for this. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly. Yeah. Kind of makes sense. So yeah, that's the Hype Geek Podcast. Uh let's just dive right into it, right? Yeah, before we get into that, let's do a little weekend recap of what mm-hmm. we did. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you guys are sick and tired of hearing this. I think we should just change our podcast title name to like Nike Ambassador Stories <laughs> or something. Because we do a lot of stuff with Nike now. And most recently we did another little activation. I know we talked about New York so much. We won't be rubbing in your faces, but we kind of have to because Nike took us on a little shopping spree. Yes. At their new Nike by Glendale. Mm-hmm. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yes. So Nike by Glendale is actually an experimental store. It's the fourth store that they've created in this format. Essentially what they do is they stock the store based on the city's interests. And they get that data based on the city's purchasing habits on the Nike website. So Nike by Glendale has a totally different inventory than Nike stores all over the world or other Nike by type stores like Nike by Shanghai. Was it Sh- sorry, Shibuya. Shibuya. Nike by Shibuya, Nike by Long Beach. The first store to do this if you're LA natives was Nike by Melrose, which is right across the street from Earth Cafe, the Arabian hangout place where if you walked by, you would get a whiff of perfume and a lot of cars accelerating and decelerating very quickly. I'm sure you're very familiar with that environment. Um, <laughs> but that was the first experimental store. It was super cool. They invited us to come out. They asked us to bring friends. So we brought Phase K. We brought Cindy, who is Miss Albania 2019. Uh, Nikki, who's another one of our friends. She's a fitness model. And then Sophie, she is an ABC7 newscaster. And Bobby Flay's daughter. Yeah. Which is sick. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, but not necessarily something that we're like, you know, we invited Bobby Flay's daughter. We invited <laughs> Sophie. <laughs> no, I just think because I'm, I'm a big Bobby Flay Are slash you? Gordon Ramsay fan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Forget, bro. You're like obsessed with Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, yeah. This guy has a poster of Gordon Ramsay over his bed. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen anything like that in my life before. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Yo, that's fucked. No, I don't. But I did see Gordon Ramsay at another Nike in Santa Monica that mm. ties the two together. Did you ask for his autograph? No, I didn't. You should have been but like, But he was with his daughter. Floor. So this is fucking crazy. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. You should like date his daughter so you can get closer to her. No, his daughter is like under 18, I think. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, yeah, no. She All probably right. has a TikTok, though. 
probably yeah ask her to follow me oh whoa <laughs> slow down there bro the ramsey's gonna ram you dude <laughs> all right let's move on okay there. so we went to the nike store they each gave us 500 dollars to spend on whatever we wanted store was cool they had like exclusive shit yeah, and it was it was like the soft opening of the grand opening. So yeah, we were the first people to shop. In there, there was lines outside the door, but they gave us like a whole hour and a half to just go do what we wanted. It was sick. Yeah, sick. Like they gave us champagne, right? You yeah. only get that in like Louis Vuitton store, or yeah. Chanel, you know. And then they have bi-weekly product, so you come in two weeks later. They have brand store. totally different store. And they have product that you'll never see again. Like they had Nike Tokyo Marathon gear that's only available at Nike stores in Japan, but they had it there. Yeah. So it was sick. And, and we used this opportunity to yeah. create content. We wanted mm -hmm. to grab a sick video of it. And we invited Phase K. So we're like, what kind of content should we do? And this guy, like he's, he's a, a genius. If you guys don't know who he is, check his check his YouTube channel. He does a lot of little shopping spree videos where he does like one-on-one 1v1 he's in Fortnite. Phase if you're not familiar with the gaming space we've been talking about phase a shit ton he's in phase clan yeah he does videos where OGs. it's just like 1v1 me in Fortnite. if you win i'll buy you anything you want at like the gucci store so okay how should we structure this and he said we should do a competition where someone tries to build the best fit in under 10 minutes with the 500 dollars, and we'll have these three girls judge it and I'm currently editing the video now. It's fire. Depending on where you hear, when you hear this podcast, it should already be up or will be up tomorrow. Look at that. So, Kaz making moves on content. Dude, it's fire. It's actually, being, it's it's such a great video. Yeah. So everyone check that out if you want to hear everything we just talked about in the past five minutes in a concise 10 minute video. <laughs> At our e Coliseum TV YouTube channel or it's on our social media, e Coliseum TV on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you may find us or our personal pages. At Rust. Rustin instead of an I, it's a one. And then Kapow, K H A P Zero W. And I feel like this is the opportune time to mention that if you like this podcast, please, for the love of God, share it with your friends, rate it, subscribe it, tell people about it. We love seeing that. We just shouted out one of our fans who co founded the UCLA Esports Club. Just keep sharing, posting. We'll repost you guys if you tag us that you're listening to the pod. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for the self-promo piece. Now, back to the Nike store. We did that challenge, it was pretty cool. What did you get? I got... Actually, watch the video, guys. It's pretty dope. Yeah, but you got some exclusive yeah. stuff, like a pair of shoes that there were only 23 pairs of in the store. Pretty dope. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's our Nike recap. Should we move on to the topics? Let's do it. All right, 100 Thieves. Just did a merch drop. Talk to me a little bit about what the pieces are. There were, it was very simple. There was like, I believe, a beanie. Mm -hmm. Outerwear, jacket, shirt. A coach's jacket, right? Mm -hmm. Not Co a hoodie like coach's jacket. Do. Yeah. And pants. pants. Just like one of each apparel. They did pants? That could, yeah, they did pants. Hmm. Wait, did they do pants? I think they did shorts. You should pull it up. I'll pull it up right now. I'm curious to hear your opinion on it. I may have already kind of tainted you, but I want to know your opinion and then I will give my sort of like rundown. There are friends. So, like, this is constructive criticism. It's not like. Or it's constructive opinions. I'm going to give both sides of the arguments that I've seen. I'll tell you what I think of them. Um, and then I'll kind of tell you my fashion perspective on this. Yeah, so they actually do have pants. It's more of sweats. And they do have a hoodie. It's just sweats and a yeah, hoodie. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, gray, gray okay. hoodie and sweats, yeah, yeah, yeah. shorts, jacket, two t-shirts, beanie, hat. Sorry, three t-shirts. Yeah. Got it. Okay, yeah, so what's your opinion? I mean, I could see the route that they took in comparison to the last ones. It is simple comes across because their logo is already a 
good or the brand which is hundred thieves is already a good logo so it could be placed in so many places like the number 100 could be used in so many different ways and they decided to go for a very box logo-y ish look on their hoodies and their pants and, and everything it's just is it a hundred right across sorry continue i mean it's it's a good logo in terms of its implementation and the versatility of its implementation okay. Okay. where it could be used in so many ways we've seen a hundred with like the as the hundred emoji font which is mm. what they came they started from and now they're going for this boxy look that is very black and white slash um like robbery right hundred thieves it they it looks like a thief would wear that right in the black and white okay. type of silhouettes okay mm-hmm Got it. So, you would you buy something from it? I've never bought anything from Hundred Thieves, and I don't think I ever would, unless it's something that's like, I don't know. I I I did have this phase where I was trying to fill my closet with esports stuff. Yeah, because I thought it'd be a cool vibe. It is a cool vibe. <laughs> I was just like, I want to be like if you get the taller guy who wears like, because if you want, if you walk around the streets, and I've seen people, I've seen guys at the gym wear like Hundred Thieves hoodies and like face kind of stuff. Yeah you're paired together with like these prepubescent 15 year olds right like that's just what that's why i said you don't want right? the crappy stuff you but, want the exclusive stuff yeah but like for me if i were to wear it i would stand out from those people right True. like when i did wear my face gun hoodie they people think thought you're a pretty was, big 15 year old <laughs> <laughs> when i did wear the face gun hoodie people thought i was part of face gun right True. i'm not trying to like do the clout chasing aspect yeah. but it looks different because you don't normally see people exactly age so I, I definitely stand out and because i work in the industry it's a it's a good way for me to represent myself mm-hmm. within it by wearing other esports clothes i agree yeah. wholeheartedly yeah okay but so by the same time looking this. at this and looking at the stuff they have in the past I've never felt an inclination to to buy it. I'll tell you what I would have bought. The first hoodie that they dropped. Cream? No. The black with the, the, the babe camo print on it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll circle back to that in a little bit. So the arguments I've been hearing online, basically the main argument is that it's super basic, which it does look like that. It, it looks like, I heard someone say it was like a Helvetica font and they put it into a box, which I completely understand what you see in fashion is people release a basics collection right and it's something that will never go out of stock you can always get it for the brand but i don't think that's what this is supposed to be yeah i don't think because they didn't make that clear yeah didn't they just bring on someone the merchandising can you look up who they hired to do their merchandising yeah i I remember it i think it was uh i think it was like finish line no it was like something champ reigning champ he worked for reigning champ you know people were touting that as like a big fashion grab in my opinion no one ever talks about reigning champ. Um, There's probably a reason for that in the fashion space. And so then this piece was, this collection was created. So I don't know if he is the reason for why they did a basics collection, but normally you do a basics collection. So people can always have and rock your product, but this wasn't marketed that way. So I think people got confused, but I don't think 100 Thieves even knows that they released a basics collection because they're not saying it like that. But they have an exclusive tee, it's red and you can get it in store. That's cool, right? That's another nod from the fashion world. They're finally using the retail storefront of their uh, compound that they've created. Now. It was Raining Champ. Champ. Raining Champ, what did he do there? <clears throat> he had leading collaborations with Kith, Adidas, and NBA. Okay. Again, in the fashion world, no one really talks about Raining Champ. So I wouldn't necessarily flex that. The Kith collab, NBA, okay. Um, all right. And I'm not saying this in like a constru- like a attacking way i'm just telling you guys my opinion i don't want people to get mad at me because you know i'm talking 
in a certain way about people I'm friends with. I'm just telling you my perspective as a newscaster. Don't worry, okay? bro. Unfiltered. You're Unfiltered. just talking to me. This is exactly okay. how this podcast goes. That right. wasn't get hurt. Yeah, I just if you get offended over me having an opinion about this, then that's kind of difficult yeah. for me to drop a follow and then leave the podcast. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like no hard feelings. I'm just tell you straight. Okay. Then people are retorting back to those arguments saying the same people complaining about the hundred thieves drop spent a thousand dollars on this and they put a t-shirt of a supreme box logo i'm like dude not even in the same ballpark realm bro supreme has been a brand that's been around forever the box logo is their thing you spend that money because it's like you're buying a louis vuitton fucking trunk that's their thing okay so don't even compare that. And the people buying the Supreme Box logo are not gonna buy this basics collection. So you're wrong, okay? Yeah. That's one. The second thing I'm gonna say, there was another argument of some graphic designer on Twitter and he quote tweeted it and he said like something about like the people complaining about this collection don't understand design. This is them putting their flag down and representing a new visual identity. Okay, even if it is, I highly doubt that this is the visual identity that 100 Thieves wants moving forward totally different front etc and bro what you're saying literally makes zero sense like in the context of this you're overthinking it bro visual identity no doc that is not what they were going for with this okay this is a basics collection tried and true all right so that's my opinion on that and i showed both sides of it they had one jacket that it was like their coach's jacket it's pretty cool on the back of it it had the numbers listed out in a square one, two, three, four. It went all the way down to 100 in the bottom right, and it was red. That is, I don't know if it's intentional, but that's literally the Margiela tag. So Margiela, Maison Margiela is like a, I butchered that. Oh, dude, I, my mom, if she's listening to this, is going to be like, what the fuck, bro? You pronounce that wrong. Um, but how basically. Do you, how do you pronounce it? Dude. Just do your best. I just know it's wrong. Just say it. No, I'm not going to try it. Anyway, there's a tag, and it has numbers on it. And this is like, you, this is a, the Margiela, one of the Margiela logos and they will circle one of the numbers like one to 23 and that will indicate to you what collection it's from mm. so this is like either they took that and used it or they had no idea or it's like a i don't i think they had no idea personally i don't know unless the reigning champ guy knew because like i don't think they're not doing as much creative direction of the brand there's other people doing it that know what they're doing so that's that and then the bape hoodie that they made that you mentioned yeah. way back in the day they made a hoodie that had like this red print over it and it's straight up a copy of the bape camo yeah i think it's all, it's all very intentional stuff though, right it's like they're not trying to hide the fact that they're i wouldn't say copying but they're imitating what works in like i mean you could say imitation is a form of flattery obviously imitating these high-end brands is an easy go-to yeah but at the same time it's not like they're hiding the fact that they are copying i think that yeah. they know what works and they're just implementing that for sales and these kids who are the hype beasts of esports or hype geeks they want to f represent and identify with geeks. something that works yep so it, hype geeks. and i'm sure the sales for the bait hoodies probably went really well so it's like okay who else can we try to yeah, find to make a unique copy that fits this current brand identity, which is very simple, plain box 100. Yeah, they're, it seems like they're moving away from streetwear and trying to go more towards like elevated streetwear. Mm. Um, it'll be interesting to see what price points they try and put it at, but that's what this collect. But this collection has really big logos over it, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, honestly, 
contrary to you, I think I like it. It's like I would. I, would you I, rock I, that gray hundred hoodie? If you guys see I the things that that's probably what I, I would rock over any of the other hundred thieves hoodies. Really, I wouldn't want something that the says a hundred. Yeah, I like the cream hoodie a lot. Cream hoodie's cool, cool. but it, all of them say a hundred thieves on it with a very identifiable font. This one is a hundred that you haven't seen them use it before, and it doesn't even say thieves on it. But I look so at it's that. Like, I look at that hoodie, and it looks like I bought like a hundred emoji hoodie off Sunset in Hollywood. Yeah, but for me, you know, like if anyone's ever seen me and Rustin in person, no offense, I just realized that was pretty aggressive. It's cool. We're we're. We're very different in styles. You mm -hmm. can even see what I'm wearing right now compared to what he's wearing. Well, I'm going out later. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But still, it's we have a different sense of taste in that I'm like non-logo, very plain type of style, whereas Rustin's like, you got to have something that represents like a Stone Island or something on your body. Stone Wrong example, by the way, because Stone Island is... Very like, minimal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But w w what brand is this again? Your this pants? is Braindead. Braindead. I'm wearing Braindead pants and Braindead shirt. Yeah. My favorite brand right mm -hmm. now. Super cool, but like, Thanks. and I, I would definitely rock that, but on a daily basis, I'm more comfortable. Basics. Basics. Gotcha. So having a hundred that doesn't yell a hundred thieves or for people to know that I'm associated with a hundred thieves, yeah. it's cool to me. Well, so I kind of like that. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but that hundred is massive, bro. Yeah. It's all over the chest. That's not basic. That's not, that's not, sorry, that's not basic. I'm sorry. That's not minimal. Minimal, yeah. The only minimal is the fact that it doesn't say thieves on yeah, it. Yeah, like, I'm okay with The that. shirt is minimal. Yeah. Yeah, but it says 100 Thieves on it. You know, I like that subtle, you don't know exactly what this hoodie is, but you will know if you look at the sleeve well, where it says 100 Thieves. To go back to your point of like, you like the 100 logo because it's very versatile, that's the problem with it. Now, mm -hmm. I look at you and you have 100 on your chest. And I'm thinking, this guy went to Sunset on Hollywood and bought like a, yo, I keep it 100, bro. You know? That's That's, true. The, that's why I was like, I don't yeah. think 100 is a good logo. Uh, I don't know. I see like... I like the mystery behind... By the way, I'm loving this conversation. Yeah. I, I, I like the mystery behind not completely understanding what this brand is, right? Well, do it's, you... a, it's a double take. It's like, okay, if I do know Hunter Thieves, like, is that Hunter Thieves hoodie? And it's just like, I, I like that a lot. You know, you need to look carefully on the sleeve and the sleeve says Hunter Thieves in their natural I like logo. that too. I yeah. like that. I like that idea for brand. Mm. I don't like... I don't think it was implemented mm. as well as it could have been. Sure. That's our opinion on the Hunter Thieves... Uh, apparel collection the imagery of it is pretty cool the way they're shooting it uh, i wish they used their talent more as the models because it kind of feels inauthentic when they like posted a picture and there's like four people sitting next to a g-wagon like that's dope and then i look and it's like a bunch of random models i get it they want it to be like streetwear they're trying to separate you know you're not trying to make influencer merch you're trying to make a brand apparel yeah I actually like that. I'm going to rescind my comment on that. Mm -hmm. I do like that because what they're trying to show is that like we're trying to build something here. Yeah. We're not trying to just sell you merch from our content creators. But that's the thing that always confused me about esports teams being merchandise, lifestyle merchandise. You're an esports team, which means a majority of your talent are professional players, but you're using them to sell lifestyle apparel. There's a mismatch. Like, you know, you're not going to wear a 100 Thieves hoodie in the club. You're going to wear a Supreme hoodie, right? You're not going to wear a Chelsea jersey in the club, right? You're not gonna mm. wear a Hunter Thieves jersey in the club, but you're gonna wear like a lifestyle brand in the club. So it'll be interesting how they overcome that obstacle. Uh, it's probably through this minimal approach that you're mentioning, but I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see as the collection releases how well it does. Is it already out? I don't know, but it's a big collection. Usually in streetwear, your first collection, you do some sort of headgear, uh, a jacket, and a shirt. And the reason you do those three is the the headgear is the cheapest entry point for someone to 
appreciate your brand. The hoodie is a staple and the t-shirt is a staple, but it's cheaper than the hoodie. That's why. Mm. So they kind of did that. Yeah. They have nine articles of clothing though. Yeah. Nine. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. Do you think they're going to sell out or is it going to take a little bit? I think this will take a little bit. Okay. This is this is like I think their third. This is like their third launch, though, right? I think it's gonna sell out. You wanna know why? Why? Because they're gonna make it sell out. Oh, I mean, yeah, sell out in terms of let's put out a hundred units and sell those out. Yeah. yeah. So they can say it's sold out. Yeah. I, if you're a brand doing clothes and your clothes aren't selling out, that's literally completely up to you. <laughs> like, put five articles of clothing out and sell it's six up to of you, them. Yeah. But it's also up to you to make money for your business. Yeah, yeah of course, of course. Yeah. But like on a brand representation, like selling out your stuff or showing that there's demand for it is a big need. Just note that. Of course, you guys should know that already. But if I were them, I would keep it as a basics line, leave it in stock and just make it a basics line mm-hmm. and just cash, cash, cash. Yeah. Um. Wow, we did pretty good on that. Yeah. I like that. That was cool. I, if there are more apparel drops, I'd like to make a segment. I, we'll see. PlayStation 5, the new bioweapon. Bioweapon. <laughs> it's a Corona nuke. Yeah. Can you talk to us about this guy? Yeah, it's bioweapon. It's more like implementing biotech into the new uh, PS5. I totally misread that. <laughs> Psych. So they actually have they reportedly filed a patent for this accessory that can gauge a player's biofeedback, like sweat hmm. and heart rate, hmm. to make one's game experience more immersive. So this accessory okay. would be attached to the back of the PS5 controller and collect a player's sensory responses during the game. Like, so, this guy's a sweat. Yeah, or just like, if you're nervous, like, you, a good example is in 2K, when you're an away team shooting a free throw, yeah, the yeah, screen yeah. vibrates because the crowd is chanting. And yeah. in real life, when you're the away team shooting a free throw, there's a lot more pressure when you're at a away stadium and the crowd's yelling at you, right? You can't focus as much, you might be shaking a little more, whereas when the crowd's silent for you. so. If you were to say in 2K, add this sensory thing to the back of your controller, and you actually are nervous because it's like a game-winning point, the screen might make sh- might shake more. You know, mm. simple implementations like that could allow esports to be more of a physical game. So yeah, working out, keeping your nerves calm, holy shit, doing all that stuff could wow. I wasn't even thinking about could it. Could like change. That. It could change the viewpoint of, you know, it's only just mental. Right? Yeah. Here's what I'll tell you. It's, good. it's just a marketing gimmick. They're going to make a shitty game with it, and it's never going to be used properly. Yeah. Dude, seen it so many times. No, I agree. <laughs> but, like, Remember the heart rate sensor for the Wii? Did they, anyone ever use that, bro? Yeah. Anyway, or it becomes a staple. The reason like it won't become a staple is because if it was a staple, they would it would have already been implemented by now. Yeah. You, you know? Like, yeah. There's only small innovation occurring now. There aren't like quantum leaps but imagine if someone really used it they designed a whole game around how you're responding to the game that's incredible bro because now the game is feeling you same way you go into a sales pitch and you're like you instead of you talking the whole time you go tell me what you need what's going on what's wrong and then you come back to them and you read their mind what if the game could read your mind like oh this guy's freaking out let's make a game even harder best case scenario if this really is admitted to its fullest and it becomes integral part of many games it would actually add this level of depth to many games that you play because right now when you play Overwatch or you play Call of Duty, you're playing the exact game that other people play. Yeah. Exact same difficulty, everything, depending on lobby, obviously. But on average scale, you're playing the same thing. You're shooting the same way. If your sensitivity is the same as the pros, but it's it's capped at a level of immersion experience. 
But if you have this sense to this little attachment to the back of your controller, each game is unique to yourself, right? The way you react to it. If you're doing really well, you could you could kind of pride yourself on the fact that you get less nervous, you're doing all these things right, that could affect the game much more severely or more severely than if you didn't have those sensors. That is like the best case scenario. It could be really, really cool. But at the same time, I don't really appreciate that much because it seems like, and esports tries to do this a little too much sometimes, and I do respect them for it, but they try to cross too much into like the traditional sports space in comparison, yeah. right? When embrace the fact that we're not that. exactly. It's just like we are a video game. Esports is our video games, and if you stick it to video games, maybe you could do a little stronger with that. But if you try to cross over and let's try to make our bodies as fit as possible, so these games are better for us. Now you're trying. It, it's almost worthy of mockery from traditional sports people it's like look at these people trying to be regular sports obviously yeah. that's not my opinion you're right, right. You're I just, just saying, i just yeah. think that it's a possibility if you go too deep into the physical aspects of video games that that could be a viewpoint that other people have that could hinder us from breaking through the mainstream as an esports industry yeah well on our corona topic i'll mention something that's really interesting but what i wanted to say is like imagine bro you're playing fifa and the guy can see your heart rate and he's like, bro, why are you nervous, yeah. dog? Like, why are you tripping, bro? Like a new form of talking shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll be interesting to see. I think it just works best at sports games. Yeah. It's just like your accuracy for shooting could be better if you're more calm. Like stuff like that could. What if it's like a trainer? Better. Like it teaches you to be like more calm. Yeah. Stop having so much anxiety. That's a great game to make. Mm. That's a great game to make, especially mm. in the climate that we're in. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next topic: Fortnite new skin. Maybe? Possibly leak we talked about Fortnite leaks a lot in season one and one of the things that we We're thought the LA about leakers yeah we think that obviously Fortnite is a master of these these leaks quote and unquote because a majority of the beginning of, of Fortnite, where they were following the storyline is people discovering oh these stories aren't random right and people will connect these dots and create storylines that will allow them to predict the next update and what that could mean for the game and another leak has come out and Fortnite hasn't really been doing much with like the storyline aspect but upon an update if you look into the Fortnite files someone has found that there could be the potential of a travis scott skin in the game just because one of the files names under the skin was like travis scott or something wow and i'm sure people look into that i think that Fortnite could have planted it like you know all they do is just do a little they ask someone who's somewhat respected in the social media space to say like all right, post the fact that you found this and it could just spread like wildfire. Or someone maybe did find it. I'm people sure people do that all the time. I'm sure people all sorts yeah, of video games. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. And I know I keep saying here's what I'll say, but bear with me. And I know I also say bear with me a lot. But seriously, bear with me here. All right. It's not unheard of for a musician to have a skin in the game. Who else has had skins? Marshmallow. And Diplo, Major Laser. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's that. Icon series. That's a thing. Yeah. Right? Who hosted a concert? Marshmallow. Marshmallow? Yeah. yeah. Why did you hesitate with that? Because I said marshmallow skin, so I was just okay. duplicate. Okay. Marshmallow's audience is mainly what generation? Gen Z. Gen it, eh, yeah. I mean, it came before Gen sure. Z, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Travis Scott. Same exact thing. That's yeah. the exact same response yeah. that you would give. Who, what apparel brand created a skin with Fortnite? Jordan. Jordan. Who has a shoe line with Jordan? Travis. Travis. Okay. 
do you see where I'm going here? Yeah. Imagine a Travis Scott concert in Fortnite, Astro World type fucking shit. You're on fucking roller coasters, doing emotes, like hanging, holding up the mic stand and yelling like that Travis Scott meme, all this shit. And you got a Travis Scott skin and what's on your feet? Travis Scott Jordans. Yes. Or Travis Scott Dunks or the new Travis Scott shoe that he's releasing, the Air Max 270 collab. That would be, oh my God, bro. I'm literally getting goosebumps thinking about that. That would be the sickest thing of all fucking time, bro. That would be pretty cool. That'd be so dope. If I that think... happens, I'm going to like put myself in a casket. You can bury me. I can die happy. That was crazy. Yeah, because the Marshmallow concert was cool. And I think they could do it way Epic better with hiring, Travis bro. Scott. I'll do all these all day. I'll set up all this shit, bro. I'll get in contact with anyone. We'll do shit, bro. I just want to make skins for Fortnite if that was possible somehow. But yeah, that's that's my Travis Scott prediction. Cool. Let's go on to the next topic and last topic of just the coronavirus update. Mm-hmm. We talked about it briefly and how it affected esports. And there's more updates because it's actually getting, I mean, I'm sure you guys all know it's it's pretty serious, serious. now. My parents are tripping out. I Past know a lot of parents are tripping out. American news outlets are talking about it, and they weren't talking about it before, and they're saying that this pandemic can spread. Sorry, not it's not a pandemic. I think it's an epidemic. epidemic yeah, can spread. They're saying that like it could be possible that in the future that there are like the cold season, there's the flu season, and there could be the coronavirus season. Holy baloney! So imagine getting the flu and coronavirus in one year. I had the that flu this year, ass. and I didn't do a flu shot or anything. I, I thought I was like, it was so bad. At this age, when what you get a flu, flu, even stand for influenza. Okay, <laughs> it literally hurts so bad at this age. Like I, I didn't sleep for like two nights because there was just so much pain. Yeah, I, I didn't feel really when I was soft. younger. <laughs> soft, fuck off. <laughs> it was, it hurts so much. And imagine the coronavirus so twice, like having the flu and coronavirus, which is like very flu-like symptoms. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass on that. So everyone wash your hands. Be careful. But when it comes to you can't esports. Wa- wash your hands doesn't do anything. Yeah, but it it's helps. Re- it helps prevent. Like It stays on surfaces for three days. Yeah, but I mean, washing hands always helps. I know. I know. I'm just telling the public. Yeah, but if you Google anything on how to prevent coronavirus, they're like, just do everything you can do to stay healthy. That's all you yeah. have. By the way, if you're, unless you're super young or very old, coronavirus, you shouldn't be that concerned. But you should be concerned about yeah. the well-being of your loved ones as am i um but to go on the topic of corona and esports what's interesting is like it's affecting china like crazy china's a big place a lot of esports shit happens there a lot of esports shit has been shut down a lot of esports shit is still going on yeah and i'll tell you this this if corona becomes a massive thing what if this is like the passing of the torch to esports where like they had to shut down the olympics but the league of legends world championship still happens because they compete from home. Yeah, that's what they're doing in China right now. Everyone's competing from home. Yeah, it's so, fucking crazy. so two tournaments or the League of Legends Pro League is, which is beginning in 2020, which it's it's already delayed is because of the virus outbreak. And the Pro League is the league in China, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Tencent Esports also announced that the two Honor of Kings competitions will not be played in the studio, mm. but it'll be played online. So, I mean, like if you look into the details of it, it does have this small setback of when you play online someone is host and when someone is host they have better advantage advantage. what they'll probably do is add like one person gets host this map the other person gets host this map and then you switch off host that's what people did for the call of duty like comp back before it was like on the league schedule yeah um but yeah like where's the olympics gonna be it's gonna be in tokyo Tokyo. and that is already kind of yeah people are kind of scared of that right three months if in if in May, 
it's bad, they're gonna cancel it. Yeah, which sucks. It sucks. But like, I mean, n- not the right time to say this, but like, I guess that's an advantage of esports. Well, they were gonna have esports there, Rocket League and Street Fighter. Yeah, so, so they can still do it. Let's get the entire Olympic demographic to just watch esports instead of <laughs> that the would never ever happen. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's prayers to everyone over there in China. It's it's everyone a shitty everywhere, thing, dude. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, everyone, everyone everywhere for sure, and like talks of like potential like i we're planning on going to coachella it yeah. could be kind of sucky that could if they that could cancel didn't that. happen yeah or people don't show up which is better for us yeah more room but large crowds do scare me for sure what about what what is about a large crowd with that virus scares you i get like large crowds in general yeah. but what is it about an, a virus that scares you it's just like there's more possibility that that person who's sick is just wandering around coachella right but like if you get sick apparently you don't even sometimes you don't even recognize the symptoms and you're carrying it yeah yeah but that's that's if it's like very light but like i guess i was thinking like if you're scared of a large crowd because people are going to stampede that's a direct impact but you getting the virus doesn't have any direct impact yeah it does it's just there's more sick there's more people there's a bigger possibility of people who are sick to be there when it's a larger crowd sure and then you get sick and then you get unsick healthy yeah but i'm not sh- you're not we, trying to get we, sick we don't I know that there's no cure to the coronavirus. true that's true okay 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 fair 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 um all right wow we ended the pod on a really dark note <laughs> <laughs> don't get the coronavirus guys everyone stay safe i hope there is like no like there was talks of like isolation what's it called um quarantine quarantine for a lot of different areas like the moment one person is sick like there was a hotel recently one yeah, person is sick. Sucks. They literally just close all the doors yeah. like no one's leaving. Cruise ship. You're yeah, right. Cruise ship Dude, too. Yeah. If we had quarantine at Coachella, oh. you're right. That would fucking suck. Yeah, or trash. not, honestly, because Coachella is where all the best looking people are oh, and the best parties God. are. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be insane. Just Coachella for a week for the first Holy time. <laughs> shit, bro. Dude, I don't think I could ever come back to society after that. All right. We're not going to talk positive the coronavirus, but we could possibly talk about the positive side effects like Coachella for a week and like esports still happening. <laughs> We're going to end the pos- the podcast on a positive note like that. <laughs> we Hope live you guys in society, have bro. a good week. Go check out our vlog, vlog for the Nike shopping spree with Phase K. Super cool video. And that's, that's it. it for us. Stay safe. Aloha. Peace. <laughs>